Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Friends, pro-life leader Frank Pavone here, director of Priests for Life. Thank you for joining me for a time of prayer and scripture reflection. Let's put ourselves in the presence of the Lord and ask his blessing in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Lord God, for this day, for the gift of faith, for life and the opportunity to defend life, and for the riches of your word, which every day we ponder more deeply, strive to live more faithfully, and seek to proclaim more effectively. Bless all of us, unite us as your body, and send us your Holy Spirit. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Isn't it great to be able to always have access to the author of the book that you're trying to read and understand? We always have access to the Holy Spirit as we read the word that he himself inspired. The reading today is from the Gospel according to Luke. As Jesus continued his journey to Jerusalem, he traveled through Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, ten lepers met him. They stood at a distance from him and raised their voice, saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And as they were going, they were cleansed. And one of them, realizing he had been healed, returned glorifying God in a loud voice. And he fell at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus said in reply, Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? Has none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? Then he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has saved you. A famous passage on Thanksgiving, of course. The duty to give thanks to the Lord, the beauty of doing so, and the appreciation God Himself has for that spirit of gratitude. We're approaching, of course, the celebration of Thanksgiving Day in the United States thanking God for the bounty that He gives to this nation, bounty in physical terms, food and other possessions, bounty also in terms of freedom and the values, the ideals, the acknowledgments of God on which our country is based. We'll have more to say about that as we get closer to next week and the, the celebration of that feast. But this reading certainly makes us think about the role of thanksgiving, that is, giving thanks to God in our spiritual lives. Of course, brothers and sisters, it's, it's one of the, the key forms of prayer. Uh, prayer takes many different forms. There are different species, you might say, of prayer, and it's summarized in one way by the word acts, A-C-T-S. Prayer can be adoration, contrition, thanksgiving or supplication, acts. Adoration 
Lord, we, we, we worship you as the one true God, or we, like we read in the book of Revelation, honor and glory and worship and praise, power and dominion be yours forever and ever. And that's an eternal prayer that's being offered in heaven by the angels, the saints, and all creation. This is adoration. We are bowing down and acknowledging that God is God. Contrition, Lord, I'm sorry for my sins. I repent, forgive me. Then there's thanksgiving. We acknowledge that God is the source of everything, and He is. It's the source of every good gift. And supplication, finally, asking the Lord for something. And we should strive to ask Him for those things that, as far as we know, are good for us. Because He doesn't want to give us what's bad for us. What son, if he asks for an egg, will give... What father, if his son asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? Jesus said, I want to give you good things. So it's our duty to know, to some extent, if something is good for us. We might ask God for something we think is good. He knows better, and that's why sometimes He says no. But let's focus on Thanksgiving a little bit. The leper who was cleansed here returns and gives thanks to God. He gives thanks for a very specific thing that he just received, which was his healing. And it's probably the easiest time that we give thanks to God is when we've asked for a very specific thing and we got it. You know, I remember one of the ways the Lord taught me the power of prayer as I was, uh, when I was a child, was uh, when I, I lost something in school one day. I had a tape recorder. My brother and I both had tape recorders. We would tape record all sorts of things. I didn't realize the Lord was letting me train for public speaking and broadcasting, but we, t- made, we made tapes of everything. And uh, we'd have the holidays, friends sleeping over, class trips or whatever it might be, favorite television programs, and we would comment on it. So I had this tape recorder, brought it to school for a, a presentation, and then it disappeared. Apparently somebody stole it. So I prayed to St. Anthony, and uh, lo and behold, it was, it was found again. And I gave thanks to the Lord. Now remember, there were various other prayers, specific things I really wanted that I prayed for and the Lord gave me. So I think of the psalm that says that the Lord answered my prayers and He built up strength within me. He was teaching me to rely confidently on prayer. And yet we know that God is not a vending machine. Like we were just saying, not everything we ask for is necessarily something we know for sure is good for us. So God may have other purposes. He may say no or he may delay his yes. And that's where we have to realize it's about a relationship. And we take our thanksgiving, we have to make sure that it is focusing, first of all, on the most basic gifts to give thanks for. And then we can proceed to the more detailed or temporary or circumstantial things, if you will, things we need at that moment. But there are certain fundamental gifts that we thank the Lord for above all. One of the songs we hear in religious circles at Thanksgiving time is, Oh, praise ye the Lord. It's one of my favorite types of songs. I like the types of praise songs that you can, you know, have trumpets uh, blaring for. And this one is, Oh, praise ye the Lord, praise Him in the heights. I don't know if you know that one. But there's a verse in it that summarizes 
the fundamental, most basic things we should be giving thanks for, the biggest things, if you will. Let me sing that verse for you. Oh, praise ye the Lord, thanksgiving and song. To Him be outpoured all ages along. For love in creation, for heaven restored, for grace of salvation, oh, praise ye the Lord. Notice the things there that are being made reasons for thanksgiving. Love in creation. We wouldn't be here were it not for the free love, the totally free choice of God. Nothing inside of God or outside of God compelled Him to, to make us. He wasn't forced. So we thank Him for life. And this, of course, ties into our, our pro-life commitment. One of the first things we do as pro-life people is thank God for the gift of life, bestowed not only on us, but on everyone else. So for love in creation, for heaven restored, we praise the Lord for the gift of participating in His life. Heaven restored. We were created to be in intimate friendship with God, sharing his life, in fact, as his word says, to be married to him. And then that was lost by sin. We were alienated from him. Heaven was restored. What are we thanking him for there? The choice to do so, first of all. He did not abandon us. His faithfulness to us. And then the entire method by which he did that, by sending his son. Intimate union of God and humanity in Christ Jesus. So for heaven restored and the hope of eternal life and the sharing in divine life even right now, we have to be thanking the Lord for these things every day. And then for grace of salvation. Grace, it's a gift. Our sins are nailed to the cross. Death itself is left in the tomb. Christ Jesus offers His life. Dying, you destroyed our death. Rising, you restored our life. Come again, Lord Jesus. Grace of salvation. So these are the fundamental things we thank the Lord for. We thank the Lord every day. It's an aspect of our prayer. And you know, how do we, I mean, even the, the thanksgiving that we give to God is itself His gift. It's a gift from Him that we recognize that the gifts come from Him. It's a gift from Him that we have that attitude of thanksgiving. Everything we have and we do. Even the things that we say, well, yes, we're truly choosing to do them in order to give back to God, but even our ability to do them is His gift. So we can never make up the difference. He, he's always outdoing us in generosity by a complete measure, not just by a little bit. He's always outdoing us in generosity by definition. And that's why we are left in a situation where the only gift we can adequately offer to God in thanksgiving is God Himself. The Mass is the offering of God to God. We participate in the Mass, sharing in the priesthood of Christ by our baptism. Now, the ordained priest has a unique role in the Mass to bring about the body and blood of Christ and offer it to the Father. But we offer that gift of God to God 
the gift of the Son to the Father, the gift of the infinite, all-powerful Son, Jesus, to the Father. So it is the only infinite gift. We do it in union with the priest, and we say, yes, we offer you, Father. We join in this offering, and we give you everything. We offer you our lives, our activities, the good works we do, the joys we have. We even offer you, Lord, the sufferings, patiently bearing them in your name as an act of thanksgiving. We offer God to God. That's why so many of you also pray the chaplet of divine mercy. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. So we have a prayer of offering here. We have thanksgiving here. We also have contrition tied in there and supplication, Lord, forgive the sins of the world. But it's thanksgiving in offering God to God. It's the greatest, it's the only adequate gift, of course, to repay, again, we put that in quotations, to repay God for all that He has given us. Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? Countless people were created, were they not? Where are all the rest to give thanks? Innumerable people have been saved by the blood of Christ, have they not? Where are the rest to return to give thanks? For love in creation, for heaven restored, for grace of salvation, oh, praise ye the Lord. May we always thank the Lord for the big things first, for the smaller things, for everything, now and forever. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We, we, we want to imitate the, the one Samaritan who returned to give thanks to you after being healed. Lord, was it that the others hadn't realized yet that they had been healed? So many times we experience your gifts and we're not even paying attention to them, not even recognizing that we could not live from one second to another if you were not breathing life into us. Lord, today we thank you for everything. We thank you for every gift. We know that we cannot repay you, but we offer to you, Father, we offer your Son, Jesus Christ. And we thank you, and we thank you again and again. We thank you for not only life, and the life you give every unborn child. We thank you for the protection that you give to them. We thank you for the protection we are able to offer to them. We thank you for the forgiveness that comes when we turn to you in repentance. Lord, in this attitude of thanksgiving, we also ask you to hear our intentions, our supplications, grant our needs, fulfill our desires, if indeed they are ultimately for our good. Bless the whole world with freedom, with safety, and with salvation. We pray now in the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory 
forever and ever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. All right, friends, let other people know about our broadcast. Let's continue growing our online audience, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Hello, this is Father David Begany, one of the many members of Priests for Life. This organization is one of the largest and most visible pro-life ministries in the world. Priest, the Priests for Life team relies on your financial support to be able to do its work, produce its programs, and travel the world to advocate for the unborn. May I ask you to support Priests for Life generously? Go today to prolifegift.org and give us as generous a gift as you can. Thank you for your kindness and be assured of our prayers for you every day. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.